Greetings, beautiful people. This is Jay here from Lads Talk Health and as always, sending nothing but love and kindness and positivity to all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Please, please, if you enjoy it, let other people share your enjoyment. Love to you all. Hello. Hello, Insta. It's Jay from Lads Talk Health. As always, sending you loads of love and positive energy. Um, just a quick bit, I don't know if my beautiful mate Harry will jump on this or not, um, we did <clears throat> we did have a brief chat earlier about doing a, just a, a, an off the cuff quick chat, hello Roseanne, but it's just a, cu- a couple of questions, first and foremost, massively appreciative, hello Alish, massive, massively appreciative both of us for the, um, the amount of people that have reached out recently. Uh, it's been really humbling and it's been something me and Harry have really enjoyed um, interacting, especially when people engage on these. It makes it so much more worthwhile. But just to clear up a couple of questions that have come up recently. First and foremost, although LADS is in the title, LADS Talk Health, it's not something that is geared around just being towards men. Uh, far from it. LADS was just me and Harry's take on ourselves. Just a couple of LADS that through different professional, um, through different professions, very much involved in health and fitness. Like we were both personal trainers. Harry obviously ran personal training gyms for nearly 12 years. I worked in the social care sector, then um, moved on to working with people with cancer. So yes, yeah, just to make sure that women, we need you, we need your, um, calm influence your perspective on things and and yeah it's we're, we're all about making sure that you know ladies you you guys can talk as much about health from even even your take on on our take because you're hearing lads talk about it but love to hear what you ladies think uh, about our approach to, to different things so that was one of the questions was yes lads talk health is the name but it's not geared just towards lads Secondly, so this has come up quite frequently, so a lot of people may know by now that um, I do quite a lot of work with people with cancer and I mention quite often about a system that we very rarely get taught about, blah, blah, blah. The name of the system is the endocannabinoid system, the endocannabinoid system and the process, which is a beautiful natural body process in how our our bodies can naturally, wait, somebody, uh, naturally uh, deal with cancer cells is called apoptosis. I believe is A-P-O-P-T-O-S-I-S. Hey, hi Goldilocks. Looking forward to our session. Um, so yeah, uh, that's the, the name of the system that we have, which is it's a regulatory system. It's imagine like a spider's web of receptors higher uh, all over your body, CB1 mainly around the sort of your brain area and CB2 around the peripheral of your body. But these receptors have got an amazing job whereby they look to see where cells are sick. So with, with cancer being the example, and this is the difference between the human body's immune system versus lasers and chemicals that get zapped into our bodies, which we're not actually designed to take. With nature's process called apoptosis, your receptors fire off a message, all right guys, we need some help over here. And even it's down to one singular cell, because obviously we know we're made up of billions of cells. 
Um, even if it's down to one singular cell, they will find the cell that's sick and the process of apoptosis in layman's terms means it attaches to the cells and um, basically instructs it to commit suicide, apoptosis. So the name of the system, when I talk about cancer, that I feel, I, in fact I know should be taught in schools, is the endocannabinoid system and the natural process in which the body can deal and kill cancerous cells itself is called apoptosis. What was the other thing that came up? Um, apologies, I've blanked a bit. Oh, by the way, if anyone's ever got any subjects they want to hear our take on, please put them out there. Any questions, we'll see what we can do. Um, oh yeah, that was the other thing. With bailiffs knocking at your door, no, you do not have to answer your door. In fact, you don't have to answer your door to anyone. Okay, your home is your safe place, your kingdom, the place that you should always feel that no one can intrude on, you have full control over. So yes, in answer to the question, do I have to open the door to bailiffs? Absolutely not, okay? I wouldn't interact with them at all, to be honest, now knowing what I know now, just wouldn't give them the time of day and they cannot force anything on you. So that was that one. And what else was it? Oh, yes. Thank you for the people that have asked about the incredible young 15-year-old girl that I'm working with with cancer. I literally just got off a session with her, Daisy. She's doing amazing. Um, interesting. I spoke to her dad as well as Daisy today. And uh, basically he said, he, um, actually I might need to give a bit of a backstory, but I'll, I'll, I'll quickly say what he said. So basically the hospital can't understand why um, she's not experiencing any of the negative side effects to the treatment uh, that she's going through at the minute, which is a really aggressive form of chemotherapy. Uh, and it was interesting because, I, as I said, I spoke to her dad and I spoke to Daisy tonight as well. And I said, how are you doing? She said, I'm doing amazing. She said, yeah, I'm feeling better this week than I did last week because this is her, I want to say her third third week I think of, of these rounds of this this medication so-called medication so um, yeah and uh, ah which another question I remembered uh, the plant medicine that I referred to is one of nature's greatest greatest gifts and it's the cannabis plant okay and is it's not it's not what we've been told because eight years ago I had no idea um, that's great to hear thank you very much I'll pass that on yeah, eight years ago I had no idea uh, about cannabis and cancer and if you'd have talked to me about it eight years ago I'd have thought you were off your rocker. There's no correlation whatsoever. Not true at all. Uh, cannabis, I mean even the system, I explained the name of earlier, earlier, the endocannabinoid system. And if anyone wants some reference points for that system, Professor Raphael Meshulim. He's a Jewish gentleman based out of Israel. He's now retired but you can find his work online. He was responsible for introducing the endocannabinoid system to mainstream medicine, which is where it really gets soul destroying, is they accept it. They gave him all the prizes under the sun for finding this incredible healing system, but then they didn't include it in their curriculum because unfortunately it seems there's not as much money in actually healing people as there is in, in keeping people sick. Uh, so I think that's all the questions. Like I said, if there's any, any subjects you want me and Harry to have a chat about, please put them in here. And ladies, remember, just because it says Lads Talk Health, it is not solely geared toward lads. I'm hoping that's clear by now from the shows. This is for everyone. It's for every soul.
just willing to engage and have a listen and and uh, as I always say, happy to, to, to what's your take on fluoride in the water? Well, I've got mine here with me. I was going to spin the camera around, but oh, it's in the other room at the minute. We use distilled water, and my take on water, should I say? Sorry, I, I pronounce it awful. Don't have proper cockney water. My my take on water in general is it should be pure. There shouldn't be chemicals in our water because as far as natural water goes, you wouldn't get all them chemicals inside it. So yeah, if that answers your question, is I, I my take on water should be pure. Uh, in fact, I've got... So it was interesting actually because when I uh, started working with people with cancer, uh, I was looking at not just a one-way street. I was looking at as many different testimonials from people all over the world with different forms of you know information of what they did. But what came up as a common denominator, although there might have been different med medicines used, was they all switched to distilled water because of, in their opinion, and and again, I, I, this is just you know I'm not claiming this as fact. This is just the stuff that I researched. In their opinions, um, fluorides can lead to certain cancers. So I bought one of these, which you switch on, you stick in your water. So I wasn't convinced initially. I stuck this in my tap water and I was horrified of what the reading is. Because this should be zero, zero, zero if the water's pure. So distilled water normally is, it might get a little one on the end. When we stuck this in the tap water, it was hundreds that like all of these were high numbers so i thought okay but what about evian and volvic and bear in mind this was a good few years back now i was like evian and volvic and you know the bottled water spring stuff in the shop surely that's got to be good plop this in pretty much the same reading as it was the tap water so in answer to your question who's that wrote absolutely appreciate you and how is it oh thanks very much appreciate you honestly a lovely message thanks thank you very very much we've been really humbled by the response lately but yes i hope that answers the fluoride question we use distilled water that that's a choice we've made and um i, I would encourage actually using cleaner water um was there any other questions that came up ah great this week so sorry next week really interesting guests coming on uh frida beautiful young lady really interesting take on adoption uh as someone who is and was uh an adoptee was and is an adoptee uh and the interesting opinions that people seem to push on to adoptees is you should just be grateful and blah blah, blah. not knowing i'm completely again because of ill education not knowing how common, unfortunately, especially with um, children from ethnic backgrounds, black children, um, Asian children, how the legal system, funnily enough, enables people to get away with kidnapping legally and selling children into adoption that had the best start in life they had a mum and dad the best start in life is having a mum and dad that loves you and children have had this start in life but were taken away kidnapped away uh, and then yeah put into containers and and put into boats and shipped around the world look into it me and harry this is one thing that does talk health we are massive on 
is is uh, child trafficking and child abuse because it is is rife. Um, you waved the ISS for unlimited. Okay, um, it is rife and it's it's more prevalent than you'd ever know, and it is horrific. So we've got on Monday we've got a, like I said an incredible young girl who experienced the adopt the adoption system, and I'm going to give her a take because it's it's not unfortunately it's not what we think. And it's, my disclaimer, as I said before, this is not having a go at the incredible people that want to adopt and do adopt children and do a bloody good job. Nothing against them people whatsoever. Or fostering. However, these big corporate companies, because they are corporate companies, so-called charities, uh, that work in these poorer countries, there is so many cases now uh, of unfortunately how they've been Oxfam for example that was recent in the last five years look into the Oxfam scandal um, and the sex parties like it, it's it's multi-billion pound industry run by exactly bang on ISS flooring it is a if I'm not mistaken I think it was in 2020 so last year the child trafficking trade was only second to the drugs trade no to the to the arms trade uh, so again you think about that because think about how many billions and billions of pounds um, these arms companies have selling rockets selling missiles and child, child trafficking was second in regards to the amount of money involved in 2020 to the arms trade that's scary that is absolutely scary and I mean it's it's something like I said at Lads Talk Health anyone advocating anything to do with with battling child sex trafficking because that's what it boils down to as horrible as it is um, and as a parent i mean that honestly that is it's devastating to ever think that somebody you're right about that somebody could um touch a kid and uh yeah i mean i've put it out there by now i experienced child abuse when i was younger and i didn't let i didn't even let my mom and dad know 27 years didn't tell a soul other than on a couple of nights out where I broke which with strangers, weirdly enough. But point being, when you become a dad and then you see your child and you think, how could anyone ever do anything to kids? So yeah, the child sex trafficking, we're going to do a couple of shows on. We're going to do the interview, like I said, on Monday with um, Frida and then followed on Wednesday. Me and Harry are going to put some stuff together about what's actually going on with, with child sex trafficking because it's, it's, it's fucking awful, it's awful. And all this stuff with COVID, whatever you believe, whatever you believe, a virus, here's a fact, a virus with a 99.7 survival rate, okay, which has managed to lock the world down and basically cover up everything and anything else that could potentially be going on. Everything is focusing on COVID. And in the meantime, in the meantime, millions of children, that's right, millions of children every year get sold into child slave trafficking and, and obviously the sex trade. And not just ad uh, children, there's adults, predominantly females as well. But that's going on on a daily basis, yet a virus with 99.7% success rates shuts the world down. Now you tell me how that makes sense. Like, am I missing something there? Because that don't seem right whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, that's Mother Teresa's charity also. Do you know what? That's an interesting point, Goldilocks, because there's a whole 
different and I'm not claiming I know this as fact in any way but there is a whole different story to Mother Teresa than what we get told as well and again I'm not putting any credence on it but just like in anything in life when there's a lot of smoke there tends to be even the smallest of flames and there's a lot of smoke around her being involved in arms dealing uh, which again I'm just saying that there's there's people that subscribe to this stuff it's interesting um, yeah I don't know if there's anything else like I said just for the ones that have joined on um, the point of doing this short little video was because we've had a few questions come out one uh, quite a few times about cancer and the system that I refer to that the, the work we do with people cancer is the endocannabinoid system this is I'll post this up anyway so you can refer back to it and lads talk health is not directly just at lads adrenochrome industry 10 times worse right ISS we can need to <laughs> we can need to talk privately I don't know how much uh, we're going to shock people this evening but for those that don't know what adrenochrome is I strongly suggest you look into it because the thing is it's not funny. I mean, I laugh because I was quite shocked that that's come up. But this stuff, and again, you look into it and you think, oh, no, that's, that's, that's well out there. But, th but yet you'll then find that these 1%ists, these elitists, these Clintons, these Bushes, these, a lot of your favourite pop stars, okay, subscribe to people that deal in adrenochrome. And when you understand how adrenochrome is induced out of a child okay which is to put that child in such a state of fear i've touched on this before with the funny enough i've witnessed that the fight and flight syndrome that we all know about that a lot of people attribute to just sort of you either stick around for fight or you, or you sod off on your toes we put ourselves in a fight or flight syndrome most of the time, but with the people I work with with cancer, as soon as they get told you've got cancer, bosh, no matter how they think they've taken it, their body goes into that fight or flight and you, you produce poisonous chemicals that flood the body and attack where you're vulnerable called neopeptides. Now what's interesting is, it's not interesting, it's disgusting, is, is with adrenochrome, bearing in mind as ISS has just uh, put down it, look at that, one billion a kilogram. 1 billion and ISS grace respects you I can't stand on that as my truth obviously it's yours but I'm because you know what people are like they'll oh, you know but that doesn't surprise me if that's around what it is because they have to induce children into the worst state of fear and I'm talking I'm not horrific more horrific than any movie you've ever seen to basically what happens is the body then it, it, it produces and distributes out of pure torturous panic something called adrenochrome that goes into the blood of those poor little children for then sick people who pay ridiculous amounts of money drink. Now that might sound really out there in a conspiracy but you will find a, in fact, Mel Gibson, shout out to Mel Gibson. For those that haven't seen it, go and have a look at Mel Gibson's talk that he gave. He gives a whole, because he's been blacklisted from Hollywood. List, look, just type into Google, Mel Gibson Adrenochrome. 
and he actually gives you a whole script of him. Well, you, so what will come up, I, I don't think you can get the video up, but you can get up the transcript of Hi Fatima, of, our, of him literally airing out the whole of Hollywood in regards to adrenochrome and how the financial currency in Hollywood is children. And for those of you who haven't heard of Pizzagate, again, I'm not saying disclaimer, I'm not saying any of this is fact. What I'm saying is you can find a lot of information online with a lot of smoke, which all you have to do is a little bit of digging. And yes, again, I'm not there. I can't confirm or deny what I'm looking into is definitely right. But when you get thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people looking into the similar information then there's enough smoke there to at least make you think hmm there's and again there's no such thing in life as a one-sided coin so what we get told on one side of the coin doesn't represent the other normally it's the complete opposite so yeah thanks for that films it's in death becomes a monster zinc this is what i mean and this is another scary thing they put this stuff into kids' cartoons. Look into Disney. Look into Disney. And again, Disney was a Freemason. Openly admitted. Everyone's got... I'm not saying he's a good or a bad man. I'm saying factually he's openly a Freemason. Part of the secret society. In the Disney sign, there clearly is a 666. Now, you can know everyone's like, oh, it's a fucking conspiracy, this, that. You're always looking for stuff. When stuff's there, and it's there repetitively... Like all of this and all these pyramids and eyes that we see absolutely everywhere. You've got to ask yourself, why? What's it all about? Look at the podest ah, look at the pedestas artwork. This guy's on flyer. I says, oh, girl, sorry. Yes, look at Tony and Tony and John Podesta, isn't it? Tony and John Podesta. Look at their, what they've got hanging in their houses now for those who don't know the podesta brothers they are in with absolutely whichever presidential elect is up to be elected but mainly the clintons these people are thick as these in with um with the clintons and everyone else just like uh, james elephantis look up james elephantis um from the pizzagate again someone who just so happened to randomly own a couple of pizza stores that Obama was ordering again you can find all this stuff online this isn't this isn't conspiracy this has been disclosed and they've they've Obama's put forward put forward his argument that yeah we was just ordering sixty six thousand dollars worth of pizza to the White House and then you look into some of the coded sick paedophile logos and emblems um that these people again they have on their the Pope has on his outfits, they, they, they have them on their cars, they have them on their hats, the t-shirts. Do you think, why would you be, would you be advertising things that the police clearly have disclosed that these signs are signs of child prostitution and paedophilia? This is for little boys, this is for little girls, this is for whatever it is. Like, this is stuff that, again, it's not a conspiracy. That has been disclosed by the police and accepted, yeah, be on the lookout, please. And yet you go onto these people's Twitters and whatnot and their messages and they're using all these signs. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a strange one. Once it all come out in the open, COVID got released. Yeah, it's interesting, actually, because COVID has masked a lot of cracks. It's just filled them in. Because like I said, everyone is concentrating. And I genuinely 
genuinely know that these elitists must be kicking themselves thinking how easy did we manage of all the all the stuff we've tried in the past all the wars and everything else we managed to shut the world down and at the same time divide think how divided families are at the minute and that's scary like even that we're in my family it, the amount of people i've spoken to even today on our telegram group shout out to that lady who um, basically are coming off of family WhatsApps. They can't talk to these. And bearing in mind, for a long period of time, this is the only way people were freaking communicating because of the fact we've been banged up and locked in and all the rest of the bollocks. But this, this stuff that they've fed, whichever you subscribe to, the fact that there is such a divide now between the pro-vaccinated and the people that just see it for what it actually is, because the truth is, this is a fact, it's not by definition a vaccine. It's not. That's again, it's not a conspiracy theory. That's a fact. It's not a vaccine. It's an experimental medicine. We shouldn't even be called a medicine, to be honest. It's not passed for that's another thing. Oh yeah, but it passed, it got FDA approval. No, it didn't. It got emergency use approval. So it can only be used in emergency, and the emergency that we've got facing the whole world is a virus that is 99.7% of the time not going to kill you. And people's families, I'm talking even today, like I said, a woman, two sons, 18 year old and 22 year old, completely brainwashed and the mum, bless her, just wanting to be a mum, still protecting her babies. Don't get the vaccine, she's telling her, like, look into it lads, look into it, do your homework. Goldilocks, yes, divide in our house. It's it's awful. It really, really is, and it's difficult because I, what I don't, what we've got to be wary of, people that are subscribing to, as simple as this, without being anti anything, but people that are just subscribing to the opinion that I have a choice to choose what I want to do and what I want to put in my body. So they're the people that are basically being called the conspiracy theorists and everything else, and the people that are saying actually, divide and conquer, ban on. Um, you know, I just think I shouldn't have to put that into my body because I've got a 99.7% chance of surviving with my own immune system, then I'll take my chances. Now, that has been demonised into basically, I mean, I don't know if anyone's seen what's going on in Australia at the moment, but that is scary. Martial law, blacked out internet, Kids being dragged off, 24,000 kids going into, not dragged off, that's the wrong use, 24,000 children though being coerced into going into a football stadium to get vaccines without their parents. Like what's going on in Australia is scary because often they choose different parts of the world to experiment, to see what they can get away with and then that becomes the template and the rest of the world follows suit basically, so yeah. Um, thanks a lot by the way ISS and Goldilocks for your Australia has gone communist for your engagement by the way and anyone else that's watching uh, so I was hoping Harry might jump on but by the looks of things he's, he's busy bless him but yeah like I said before look out for next week a couple of really good well definitely one really good interview on uh, adoption and what it's like to be an adoptee and like I said if there's any 
questions people have got the best thing is, is to engage in a conversation we're not trying to make the the harry and jay show like we rely on talking to people like you guys bringing up interesting com conversation uh and yeah feeding off you loved your common law stuff the other night thank you very much honestly that stuff is mind-blowing and i hadn't looked into it for a long time um up until recently because of the girl i was working with that i explained at the beginning of this video a 15 year old girl with cancer who was getting bullied into taking chemotherapy through the legal system being able to obtain the original copy of her birth cert and take her off her parents so you in contact with stacy's world rocks no i'm not no i'm not but i'll definitely make a note of that thank you very much yeah common law is a big one people it really is you have so much power you really do we just need to take back ownership of that and stop surrendering our things and our ownership to other people our things includes our children as well bear that in mind but yeah we're massively powerful um oh, a couple of things to talk about just very quickly wrap up so we've um we've got a lot of people have been asking about breath work so i'm i say i me and harry we're going to put on initially a beginner's workshop to to breathe in we we We've got a slight different take on it. It's not just breathing exercises. It's also spiritually breathing, which is incredible. And that's done through an experience, which is a meditative experience. Um, but it's on a beginner's level because once you get into breath work, number one, it's amazing in any scenario. You can calm yourself down and pull yourself out of that egotistical noise by just using your breath properly. We can teach you how to do that. Um, but... The thing is with breath work, it can get overwhelming if you've not done it before. So we're doing a beginner's class first um, and we can get that advertised. And then we've also got our, our, our meditation workshop, which again, for those who don't meditate out there, trust me, I'm an East London working class Cockney West Ham fan. If anyone had told me about meditation years ago, I would have said, you're off your nut. You're one of them people humming in the field. Meditation changed my life. How stupid I was to have any of those sort of thoughts. So if you're interested in, in or you, a lot of people I find, they say, I can't meditate, I just can't do it. Look into our workshop. We've launched that now as well. Uh, getting back thousands back in council tax, gas, electricity and water. Yeah, do you know what? Because it's funny. I didn't touch on all of that the other night. But your taxes, your gas and your electricity and your water, the only reason you have to pay is because you register to pay these are things that under common law are entitled to every human being on the planet along with a freaking roof Madara, along with a roof to sleep under how can people in this day and age be homeless how can people not be able to heat themselves i worked in the social care sector for nearly six years and two of the biggest killers in the social care sector is uh sorry this is something madara i just done off the cuff harry was may have joined may have not have but I, i'll tell you why afterwards higher um but yeah two of the biggest two of the biggest killers uh what i saw in five years of old people and there was statistics from the governing body in the care world is called the care quality commission or um referred to as the cqc so you can get statistics the biggest killer in the for old people is loneliness so you can imagine what covid and the lockdown in care homes and whatnot done to our old people and the second biggest killer is people dying of cold 
because they've not had the money to put the heating on. How fucking sorry for swearing, but sad and sick is that in this day and age that old people die, often either in their bed or in a chair wrapped up with blankets of cold because they didn't have enough money um, to heat themselves. I think that's in this day and age is, is unforgivable, absolutely unforgivable. So, and as always, a very quick shout out to every, anyone who's involved in our care sector. I experienced the most beautiful, wonderful, soulfully generous, loving people when I worked in that care sector. Often people that were getting peanuts for pay, they could have got paid two, three pounds an hour more in Tesco's or Sainsbury's, but they chose to stay there. And as crude as it sounds, wipe the arses of our old people, feed them, clear up their sick, shower them, wash them. These people are incredible. So shout out to everyone involved in the social care sector in the UK, special place. I'm actually a registered carer, have been for years, I'm trained in mental health due to uh, a family member. So massive shout out. Uh, so yeah, Madara, very quickly. Now I started this up because it was just a load of questions that kept coming up. One was about lads talk health. A few women had said, oh, though I'm not a lad, like I like to listen in. Lads is just me and Harry. It's nothing to do with the audience. We love lads, but we love ladies just as much as anyone who wants to get involved. And it was a few questions around cancer. Number one being, what what's the system that I always refer to? It's the endocannabinoid system. A reference point for someone's work to look into is Professor... Raphael Mashulim, uh, and the process in which the body naturally can kill cancer cells is called apoptosis. So there you are, up to speed, Madara. Started off as care worker before coming. There you go. Well done. Shout out to you, lady, because yeah, you honestly, people have no idea how supported our loved ones, our elderly, are by people that are underpaid and underappreciated it's, it's and to this day unfortunately the social care sector still got there you go I talk about reading my mind it's still got the worst retention um in comparison to any other sector so yeah and left the and when they started to ask for vaccine well it, it become it became an order didn't it you know for one minute we was all clapping for carers and they were supporting the world and, and our elderly and just all of our well-being and the next thing they're being demonized for not taking an experimental drug and actually literally demonized in front of, of, of from my understanding, because I'm still connected to different people in the care world, but in some care homes, it was like naming and shaming going on and like accusations of, you know, you're gonna kill the old and it, it's unbelievable. It really, really is. And, and there's videos of this stuff. It's not me making it up. You can find it online. It's, yeah, it's absolutely scary. Uh, Dr. Sebi is interested in regarding disease, defo, worth. You're the second person to to bring up Dr. Sebi, actually. You're the second person, so I need to definitely... Not someone I've come across in eight years of looking at so many different things around healing. So, again, I never claim to be a finished article. Always on the lookout for new info. So, thanks very much for that. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. I don't want to bore you a lot. If there's any other questions you've got... If there's anything you want me to touch on. Thanks, mainly, as well, just for the people that have engaged. It's lovely when you get people to talk to on these things, especially when it's meaningful conversations about things that do, you know, they affect all of us at the end of the day. For example, the social care system. 
we're all going to get old. There's a good chance at some point someone might need support. So putting a bit of effort into this sector now and appreciating the people that commit their lives to helping other people seems to make sense, no? How is Daisy? Ah, oh, that was, sorry, that was one of the questions, Madara. And you are, shout out to you because you always ask about her privately as well. So I had a session with Daisy this evening. Um, absolutely blew my socks off as always. It's literally what I was doing just before starting this video. And I'd also spoken with her dad earlier as well. And uh, it's interesting to hear the hospital, bearing in mind this hospital, as, as those of you have seen the story, the, the only reason Daisy's undergoing this, this so-called treatment currently is because the hospital teamed up with social services and uh, applied to the courts, which would be to get Daisy's original copy of her birth certificate, which then legally entitles them to kidnap Daisy from her parents. So uh, although Daisy um, didn't want to take this treatment, she had to go in the end. So <clears throat> I've been working with Daisy for nearly five months and it's interesting because I, I unfortunately through experience over the last eight years, I knew the inevitable was probably going to happen because when it comes to kids, it's a different ball game than it is with adults. So we've been training for her to deal with the side effects, which includes looking into natural medicines. Oh, another thing, people, the Gerson therapy or the Gerson diet. If you have cancer or you know someone with cancer, okay, this again is, is a life changer and can be a lifesaver. That's something that Daisy's on as well. She got straight into the Gerson diet along with natural medicines, exercise, breath work, and cut, cut the long story short, Madara, the reason I emphasise that is the hospital, and it was funny because the dad said he could almost sense a bit of disdain in the fact that they couldn't work out why she wasn't suffering any of the negative side effects that basically the impression they was given was that well she should this should be happening we can't work this out why so yeah shout out to daisy and her family for being so incredible what an incredible 15 year old girl um he's the only man that cured cancer and every disease had 75 witnesses ah Definitely not the only man uh, that, and I don't like cured either, uh, ISS, and, and not a dig in any way, I'll explain. Funny enough, we done a, a talk on word magic yesterday, and cured, actually the word cure derives from, and you probably know with me, is to preserve. So healed, healed is a lovely word. So um, yeah, there's, there's, there's multiple people um, that have actually helped people heal from cancer across the world. And I've seen that over the last eight years. It's, it's incredible the amount of people that have often done, they've followed the ideology of somebody else, often mixed in a few different ideologies, because that's one thing I've learned. With cancer, it's not a one size fits all. It's a very multifaceted approach to healing. And there's a lot of evidence now that suggests, including there's something, there's a new approach to cancer treatment called integrated oncology, which thank goodness, and I hope this gets out there in, into the free world as soon as possible. Um, but yeah, where they're now looking and they accept a lot of cancer and a lot of sicknesses actually can be traced back to trauma that's never been dealt with. So something non-physical, okay, but from an energetic standpoint can actually manifest into sickness. And that's accepted, you know, you might not hear that from, from an NHS doctor who's unfortunately incentivized for using cancer treatments but if you you know if looking into the world of thank god there is still innovative medicine okay you're going to find that people are looking into this stuff now um 
I can't describe how happy that makes me feel that she's better. Yeah, she's doing incredible. Like I said, she's doing absolutely... Um, I've, I'm, I've told her she's already a soul coach. You know, she coaches the life out of me every session. She blows me away. She held her breath on an exhalation this evening. Bearing in mind, she's had three weeks worth of chemotherapy. So on an exhalation, she held her breath for three minutes, 19 seconds. Uh, point, three minutes, 19.41 seconds. Which is incredible. But that just shows the strength of the system that she's got inbuilt in her. What it currently is at the moment, which is her cardiovascular system which plays a big part in our not only healing, but prevention of sickness in the first place as well. So yeah, which is a good segue for me to plug uh, our brief, our, again, to plug our breathwork course, which is, is, like I said, it's going to be at a beginner's level, but no matter what stage you're at, you'll still take something from it. And me and Harry put a different twist um, onto the way we, we do our breathing exercises as well. She is a star and she'll be shining so, so bright. Honestly, she is, I'm, I'm, my dream is that she's, because she's such a shy, I say she's shy, she's shown, she's shown such strength when it's counted, but she's such a shy, beautiful little 15-year-old girl um, that I'm hoping that she's she'll be willing to tell her story afterwards because it'll inspire not only the children um, that unfortunately get sick with cancer, which is on the up, unfortunately, as well, um, but the parents, because when it comes to kids with cancer, it, it always seems worse, and that's not downplaying. I think everybody understands when it comes to a, being a kid, it always just feels no, that's not right. You know, they they deserve an opportunity, and it's what it does to the parents is devastating. Is absolute, and of course they have to put on a brave face. But they are, you know, I, that's been my funny enough. My biggest teaching days in her family is the first time I've coached a whole family, um, especially where by it's a child that's sick, uh, and and the two parents obviously that are, are the ones bearing the brunt emotionally. And yeah, it's been it's been an eye opener in regards to Daisy mum to just how incredible mums are use that are just and for women that ain't mums women in general you're built different to us you're built stronger than us and emotionally you're just yeah just just something else this mum's incredible um but of course inside it's tearing her apart a little girl is is getting blasted with this with this treatment god bless her and send her on back so thank you very much i will do it. i always do i like i i will always make a point like i did this evening uh, when i speak to her to let her know that there's lots of people out there that are wishing you well and you've got lots of positive healing energy coming at you so yeah and shout out to the dad as well incredible guy what a bloody year he's had so prior to his daughter um getting cancer his twin sister during the pandemic who was stuck in ireland he couldn't get out to sea because of covid died on her uh, on her own in, in a, a irish hospice of cancer and whilst that was going on his little girl was developing this classic hodgkin's long uh, lymphoma so you can imagine for him what what a year 2021 has been um so shout out to you you've been incredibly strong and uh yeah you've inspired me as a dad and as a man and and you know if i show the strength you have i'll be very very proud of myself so you should be too basically thanks for being all right madara because i know you always genuinely send her a lot of love and it is much much appreciated honestly Right, 
guys, if there's no other crazies, it's half eleven where I am now. Uh, it's like I said, most importantly, I speak for Harry here as well. We are so grateful that Lads Talk Health is starting to get engagement with people um, to the point where people are reaching out and feeling comfortable enough and confident enough and most importantly safe in our presence to share their stories because everyone has a story and everyone's story is incredible and it's a one-off. Everyone has a one-off unique story. So people, you need to understand the importance of your existence, of your being, just how much you bring to this place that we live on. So understand that you are great, understand that you are enough. That's a big one. Always know that you're enough and make sure you start your kindness by being kind to yourself because if you're not serving yourself, you're not serving others. And actually one last thing on that note, which is, I don't know if I touched on it earlier, People right now, there's a lot of people sitting on the fence with what's going on in the world. People that are, were so stringent, people that have had their jabs and double jabs that are, 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 are now really regretting it and unsure. My point is, when there's no point ever saying, I told you so, okay? These people need to be met with kindness, even though they can be quite aggressive at times, is you need to understand cognitive dissonance is real and it's something that is when you go through that transition of, of, of realising, actually, I have been duped. This isn't right. This virus does have a 99.7% survival rate, regardless of what they're telling me. They've always told me that from the beginning. So there are a lot of people that are going through the motions of that transition into feeling, actually, now this is bollocks. But unfortunately, they can tend to lash out. Now, what I've seen on quite a few of the groups that I'm part of is people on us are from our way of thinking, mocking uh, and and belittling people, unfortunately, and putting up some some nasty messages. I would say, as from my from my opinion, from my perspective, that makes us worse, to be honest, because. We've all been through that stage, and it's not a nice stage to go through, to then start mocking people. There's no positive, there's no positive energy in that whatsoever. What, what, what do we achieve? Absolutely nothing. So, yeah, I would just say at the minute, if you're having conversations with people that you can clearly see that they, they're interested to find out what's going on and, and what you think about it, and why do you think, you know, you're not believing, why do you choose not to get vaccinated meet these people with as much curiosity into catering for them as, as they've got curiosity into asking you these questions and it'll be a much smoother conversation and you'll wake away walk away feeling great about yourself because you've been kind so as always love to everyone out there have a lovely lovely evening thanks for anyone that's watched this evening and look out remember next week uh, we've got a great interview on monday and we'll speak to you guys soon. See you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you've been interested in this content and want to reach out for us a one-on-one or group or community coaching, please don't hesitate to. You can find us at Lads Talk Health on Instagram. On Telegram, if you're interested in the natural plant medicine, Search for Rick Simpson Oil. 
best Rick Simpson oil forward slash cannabis oil forward slash THC oil. You'll also find us on Instagram at Lads Talk Health. We've got a community membership site. If you're interested, please reach out. The membership site is www.ladstalkhealth.com. And again, love to all.